You're tuned to WGOD 97.9 FM, and I am Auntie Patty Pat. Yes, you're listening to the Chit Chat with Auntie Patty Pat show. And as promised, as always, I've got a guest for you. You know what you've got to do. You've got to make sure that you've got guests for me. You've got to make sure that your friends and your family members are listening so they can tune in to WGOD 97.9 FM or on the World Wide Web. They go to WGODradio.org. You know, we have listeners from all over, so no one should be left out. You know you should have done this before you got here, but there is grace. So I'm going to give you a little time to go make sure that everybody you want to be online is online, is in our space. So do so while I play some music. Ah, music is like an emotional shower. Ooh, you just end up feeling so fresh and alive and rejuvenated and clean in places you didn't know you were dirty. <laughs> I have a special guest here with me this evening. And as usual, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. What I can tell you about my guest is that he is a friend of a friend of ours. Yes. He'll tell you who they are, friends who have been here before and who said, nah, Auntie Patty Patman, you must have this brethren on the show too. And that's how I have got to meet my guest. So we're going to be learning about him almost at the same pace, but I'm a little ahead of you. So you got to listen keenly. So my guest, why not introduce yourself to the rest of my friends? Greetings, everybody. Um... It's a pleasure just being on the show. It is heartwarming, you know, just to be here to share. Okay, my name is Rowan Clark, G. Clark. Um, she didn't know that. And um, I am the last of seven. Also, I don't love to say this because some people put this out there, what I'm about to say, like it's a brand thing, but it's not, you know, because I try to be as humble as I should be. Mm -hmm. And because God loves humble hearts, but I'm also a, a, an ordained minister mm -hmm. and I am the husband of one wife and I have three children. I'm on my fifth album. You didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. And I love the Lord. Okay. And I, I, I love people. I love souls. I love young people because we all were dear and you talk about the floor. That's funny to me. I would say I am on my, my fourth floor, looking forward for great things to happen. More in the music, which you'll hear about. You know, I I, I was also the winner of the after competition in 2008, mm -hmm. which kind of put me out there a little bit. And um, we're building up on that. See, yeah. you just blow it for me because I was about to floor you and say, let me tell you all something that he doesn't know. He is a gospel recording artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did not mention that. Yes, he's a gospel recording artist. So oh, yeah. you're probably able to guess which friend of mine had him had me meet him. Can you guess? And, you know, interestingly, I heard from him today. He gave me a call. And I just want to use this opportunity to say hello and to let you all know that Donovan Devian. 
Sarah Devian. Sarah Devian. Appreciative of all of you. He gave me a call today. He said, Auntie Paddy Pat, I just want you to tell all your listeners that I feel their prayers. He said, I feel in their prayers. And Spotify tells me that God is answering their prayers because he's doing well on Spotify. So those of you who have yet to visit and visit already, visit again. Yeah, so this is Donovan's friend. That's how I met uh, Rohan Clark. So, Rohan, I got the name right? Yes, ma'am. So, you heard a little bit about Rohan, but you're going to hear a lot more. Tell me, Rohan, when you look back at your, your childhood, irrespective of where it occurred, how would you describe your childhood? That it was rough, you know, I mean, but yet sweet. Because, you know, I mean, grow, growing up in the country, country life is, is nice. It's not like now, the experience that we're having, especially watching my kids grow, grow. Our experience is totally different. You know, theirs is mostly computer, phone, and just internet all day. Because being the last of seven kids um, with a dad that is a farmer, sometimes it was rough. What do you, you know? call rough? What do you call rough? I mean, beaten? <laughs> I mean, we know you get some too. Um, because... <laughs> In, in my estimation, and when I look back like now, I think it's frustration. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, back then, it's like you're so confused. And trust me, we, they, those parents, they were having kids. And then now it's like, this one need this, that one need that, that one need that. And you're in the middle and you are, you, you feel like you don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. sometimes you take it out on them. Okay. You know? so I mean, so in, was mainly out of frustration. A lot of it. So you didn't deserve any of the beating you got before. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was I was rude too, full of energy and all, but trust me, I mean, sometimes I talk to my mom and I'm like, why I just love to beat you know? My childhood days, I embrace it when I remember, because it's the foundation of what, what I am right now. What are yeah. some things from your childhood that you count as foundation to who you are? When you look on the grown Rohan, Rohan on the fourth floor. And you're saying who I am today is held up by foundation pillars from my childhood. What would some of those foundation pillars look like? I was born and raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I, di- I didn't have any option or any choice whether or not I want to go or I, I had to go. That shaped my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I always tell people that I wouldn't like to see the Rowan without the, the I, I say the little Jesus that's in me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see the, the virgin of me without Christ in my soul. That's the main thing. It's shaped. Church, church is the best thing in a man. Mm-hmm. Church, what church will do for, for a child. Um, You learn public speaking. You, you learn to be bold. It builds your confidence. Yes. Because, for example, when when we, we we were boys and like in class one, and we have to go up before the church and do our memory verse. You know, I mean, you're, you're called to sing a song, even though just saying that I laugh at myself because you know what? The first time I was called at the age what maybe maybe seven or so yeah. to sing, they only see the back of my head because I run out, <laughs> and I mean just to see that I I'm I'm at the place now where I can I am waiting. To, to hit a stage, you know, that oh, is good. 
That, but yes, that's man. that's the main foundation, man. I, I give the props. Everything in my life right now, all the achievement, all the different things, I oh. big up Jesus. I give the props to him. That's interesting that you should look on your upbringing as a Christian, being grown, grown up in the church as being the foundation to who you are now. And you, you made a very important point, and that is a lot of the talents that we see, especially musical talents all over the world, a lot of them got their start in the church. And then it blossoms out in other directions. What do you think would have made a difference to Rohan? You say you wouldn't like to see the Rohan without the little Jesus that is in you. What do you think would have made you go in other directions, musically or otherwise, to not have that little Jesus? That is why I'm really enjoying this because just to talk about it and for somebody else to hear, let me tell you, you see, in God, I'm sorry, I can tell you, we we are the same age and all. He's actually my my real cousin. You know? the, the pressure the music come with. A person like Busy Signal, we're from the same place. Oh, we, grew up in the, we grew up in the same church. Oh, He's oh. older than me, yes, but I watched them. For example, no, look, he didn't go off in gospel. He go um, on the secular side of things oh, and oh. he's doing good. Oh. Now, when you look, when you're serving the Lord, and when you look, that is why the, the psalm is saying, or Asaph saying, Psalm 73, you know, the man said, when I see the prosperity of the wicked, you know, mm -hmm. the man said, yo, my foot almost slipped. Mm -hmm. But then he said, when he go in the house of the Lord and look good, he see that they are on slippery ground. And so if you're not rooted and planted and grounded, mm -hmm. you will step out. I remember I was in an interview and I was doing a song called Time Bomb and young and range, good voice, good everything and love, love it. And we are rare, a little thing. I think I was going to go to GC faster to sing because my sister was there and I was the main Akana show there at the college. And let me tell you, a guy step in the walk in the rehearsal and, and said, youth, I'm going to stop you, please. Just sorry for interrupting and all. But him say, youth, you have a voice. Him said, just, me know you love your God. You see, from here, people start like that. You know, they, 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 didn't, they didn't come to motivate it. They come to throw you off. Yeah. From the moment man started his argument like that, I'm like, okay, God didn't send this man. The man said, you would, I know you love your, your God and all, your Jesus. But him said, just step out for one song and do a secular song with your voice. And you will see the difference. And yeah. I shake my head. I said, no, I can't yeah. do that. So to be honest with you, I've been holding on from, because I'm on the, the mainstream from 2004. 08 when I won wasn't the first time I go there because I was in the same competition that I won in 04 and I, I come in second place oh. with a song called Satan's Kingdom. Oh. Maybe you know the song, but wouldn't know that it's me. I told the guy no. And I, I, I was pressured like that in many different ways. Many different people said to me, you, you know, say not now going on the gospel scene, whatever, whatever. Just try something. I know, yeah. sorry, go through the same thing. Because yeah. actually he's coming from that side. That's right. That's right. You know? So, and I'm glad I can say this to the world. I don't believe that everybody that make it in music have to have a spliff in the, the mouth corner, sniffing some white thing, the coke. I, I represent Selassie. You know the different things what, what mm -hmm. the secular world do. 
um, that define you as a sinner. You know, I don't believe God is not that limited mm -hmm. that everybody that come to something in the music from the church have to walk away from God. No, mm -hmm. man, that's not, the, that's not the God I serve. But oh. our problem is we can't wait on God. I mean, this week I was just there and, and I was reminiscing and I, I, I said to the Lord, I'm not Abraham's age as yet. When a man is a hundred years old, you couldn't believe it's not, not happening for, for you again, like having a child. Yeah. That is why when the angel talked to Sarah, the Bible says she laughed, you know? Yeah. So when we read the words, we have to take them literal. I was telling my wife that yesterday I read um, a um, few verses from the old chapter, but those catch my eyes from Matthew 21, where Jesus, he looked on the fig tree, nothing was on it. And the word of God said that he, he rebuked it and it dried up from there. And the apostles that was with him, they marveled. They say, how soon it get dried up. Turn to them and he said to them, you can do greater than what I just did. Oh. I'm paraphrasing. But oh. he said to them that if you have faith like a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. Oh. And it's like, it's, it's like it was the first I'm reading that. I see that I have to pray different. I can't just pamper my, my mountain, my blockage or whatever is in my way. I have to speak to it with confidence. I have to face my Goliath with, with confidence, you know, and understand that God is behind my, um, my, my prayer. And I'm praying to God. We go under a lot of pressure. Yes. I'm telling you, because if you, sometimes the enemy likes to let you compare yourself with others, you know. Mm -hmm. You compare yourself with the world. And when you look how sometimes they flourish and the different, sorry, it can tell you, people don't even want to pay you to go on. on, on um, they see you have a little buzz and they want to put you on their flyer. And they're, they're, they will fly in somebody else from far or near or wherever, put them in a hotel and all and all. And you're here, you drive to rehearsal. All the different things add up. And you mm -hmm. just want to tell you thanks. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. so it's a bunch of things and I could go on and on. And reasons that, that that could make you walk away. Mm -hmm. And if, if it's not God, you even don't want you know about God. Because I'm telling you that you go under pressure. But yeah. I always tell people that my because the, the Almighty He gave me my voice. The, the devil never gave me my voice. Yeah. So why should I sing with it and big him up? Yes. You know, and like, like I say earlier. I watch the different people that come out of the church. Now, if I walk away, I join them. That is why I'm positive that it's going to happen for me. And based on, based on I'm doing like the fifth album I'm doing right now, it's, um, I see where it's going. I can see the favor of God on it already. And I am positive that something is going to happen. Yep. You've just joined us. If you've just joined us, you are a few minutes late, but you still have quite a bit to go. We are talking with Rohan Clark, gospel recording artist who currently lives in Atlanta and who grew up in the church and decided to stay with the church. He has been discouraged by looking on the prosperity of the wicked, as was the psalmist, but he has decided that God has given him his voice and he will continue to praise him. Why not listen to something that he sung and then we are going to reverse, go all the way back to find out how he started singing. Where did he start singing? What inspired him to start singing and what it was like then? We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Chit Chat with Auntie Patty Pat. My guest this evening is Rohan Clark, a gospel recording artist who currently resides in Atlanta on the mainland. And he is excited about his future. But let's get into his past a little bit. Let's see what he said. He tells us that at age seven, they called him to sing. And his head back was more obvious than his face because he ran. <laughs> Let's get some uh, some more history into his formative years. Who encouraged you? What stages did you have? How did you feel? What did you? Where did you see yourself going? What kind of encouragement you have? Tell us some of those stories. Sometimes I smile because um, just to remember how. Um everything start I didn't see it in me but somebody else saw it in me push me and and I mean it was a fight I didn't just do it I put up a fight and it, this go right back to the church we had a, a choir um leader she said to me that I'm gonna lead a song so as um I was about maybe 15 at the time I said no and I, I was fighting fighting and she said yes you're gonna lead it I remember when we were at a convention, I was so shy. And when they call us and, and we go, I remember I was leading that song with my sister. That song, I think it, the song is called Only, Only Lord Jesus. To you I'm committed, only you I will serve. And let me tell you, I closed my eyes and was singing them because I, I'm, I was so shy. And by the way, I play music. So I was singing and playing. When I opened my eyes, everybody was on their feet. And I'm like, okay, I guess <laughs> I need to um, brave up because something good is happening. I kept going and, you know, people bless. And I remember that night when convention was over, they were calling me Ziggy because of the song at the time. And it was an encouragement. And then people don't know. You see, you don't just jump to... Success without struggles. Mm. You know, you you everybody have a testimony. Been turned down a couple of times, you know, because even the first time into this gospel competition, the same one I won, I didn't even make it to the elimination round. Mm. Yeah, they, they didn't like the song. Yes, I'm of course I it, it, it have to be original for you to be in it. Yeah, I wrote it, but I got turned down and I was so discouraged. But then I watch others watch how resilient people were, you know, who, who were in music. And um, I, I just kept pushing. And I, I used to always watch them. I didn't even dream of being a, a recording artist. It's just, the thing just give birth and start. And I mean, a lot of good things coming out of it. So you were, you were 15 years old when you realized of a truth, the, the, the response of others affirmed that yeah. this is serious. Yeah. And there was just, there was still a long break between getting to, to recording stage. Mm -hmm. Because you know that time I'm, I'm still in school and all. And, and right. I'm just having my focus there. Mm -hmm. But in school, I mean, my, 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 my high school teacher helped push me too. Her name is Miss Green. Even since we, my mom was telling me that she kept asking for me. You mm -hmm. know, she saw it in me. She said, you can do it. And what, what, what? I mean, she pushed my talent. No, but I have a bunch of motivators and I'm grateful for them today. 
So when did you start playing the instrument? You say you play the guitar, you play the keyboard as well? I don't play the keyboard. I mean, I'm I'm able to play a, a few cards mm -hmm. on the keyboard, but I'm really, You're... I'm a guitarist. So how did that start? My father, it's inherited because my father um is a banjo player. Mm -hmm. And he also blows the harmonica. And then he also writes songs and stuff. He didn't oh. go to the recording publicly, but he would write and sing in church. So okay. my, my entire family is like a choir. Mm. Everybody can sing harmony. Everybody can, yeah, everybody, the talent is, is there. Yeah, and this is coming back from where my grandfather, because he he also blows the, um, the harmonica. I remember attending a function, a training. And there were so many thrilling, traumatic stories, drugs, murder, crime, all sorts of negative stuff that people were involved in and then they gave their life to Christ. And I remember thinking to myself, so what happened to the person who never got involved? Do we not have a story? Do we not have a story? And I shared that with the presenter. And he says, you do have a story. Your story is not in overcoming right. negative past. Your, over, your story is in maintaining a yeah. positive yeah. Now, what were some of, did you find that particularly challenging you grew up a christian you you had parents who modeled what it looked like they created an environment that was supposed to have nurtured your talents you whether you sang at home or sang at church you had siblings who were older than you who modeled how it is supposed to be done were there challenges is it just as difficult staying the path as it is difficult to allow negative things to come onto the path, it is it is as challenging. It's the same thing in my estimation because you this when good seeds are sown in you, you have to maintain, and maintenance do take work. For example, let me go back like to like to a young child. For example, like my last child. I would say kids are innocent until they go out in the out, outer world. Start when it starts the preschool and and they start to come up and you start to interact with others. You'll hear, even if you pray every day, you'll hear stuff come from that child's mouth that if he or she was home, you wouldn't have experienced. Right. You know, so it is like that where we, we have challenges because we're not in a world by ourselves. As you have to interact. You know, it gets more difficult and yeah, you are yeah. challenged to step out of line. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if it's not um, the will of God, you will to. Yes. Because like I say, it, this is like this is like driving where if you take your eye off the road, you know, you're gone over bush. Yes. So yeah. it, it takes a lot of focus. And I, I mean, you by yourself can't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to ask the Lord to help you to do it one day at a time. And one thing I know, for for a person that is trying to stay the path, you have to you can't live a day before you see it. Yes. You know, you you have to live it one day at a time. 
you know, yeah. we have no strength of our own, you know, but, and that is why I, I said to someone today that us as parents, we may not be a teacher by profession, but we're all teachers, you know, because you have to model the, the, the positive things and the good things for your children because they're watching. Was that modeled for you? Yes, it, it, it was. I mean, being the last one, I can't say it, it didn't happen. My mom did, did a good job. Because if it wasn't so, oh boy. I remember like sometime in last year, one Sabbath morning, I was about to go to church. And when I look, I was like text each other, like happy Sabbath and all. I just feel a sense of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to my mom, tell Papa, because we call, we call my father Papa. I said, thank her for just what we learn. You know, just the teaching, the way we, in which we were brought up. Yes. I was feeling a sense of gratefulness mm-hmm. just to tell mama and papa that I thank you guys. Because when I look, I know the enemy had a different plan for my life, but I believe I was born to serve God, you know? And I have many different testimonies and many different reasons why I say that. We, we I'm grateful for them. I can say that being the age that I'm at, and I still have them alive and conscious, still praying. And I was, this week, I was saying to my family on the family line that I am sure that we were grown surrounded by prayer. People don't know the importance of prayer. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody should know the importance of prayer because it's, it's like I grow in a prayer bubble. That is why I'm alive today, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, I've seen so many things happen. And I am sure that the enemy was trying to do us harm. Yes. But we, we were growing up in a prayer bubble. And it's for us. I'm the last one. It's not everybody in, in the part. <clears throat> but we should continue where mama and papa leave off. Yes. Because when we become adults, we are now responsible for our own sin. You know, we we are now leaders. We are lead families. We we are we're responsible. So yes. we should continue where they leave off, you know, so we can show others the way. The point I heard you made, Rohan, just now is absolutely important. We were comparing individuals who have returned to the church <laughs> after a life of wanton living and, and, and giving in to the devil and the devil having their way with them to those who have returned remained on the path and i liked i liked your imagery you said when good seeds are planted they have to yes. be they have yes. and you referenced your parents and the importance of prayer in their life in your life and in the the life of your siblings and i'm i'm just wanting to encourage a listener this evening that we one affirm our young people when they resist the devil and accept the nurturing. Affirm, yes. congratulate yes. them, encourage yes. them, and continue to nurture them. I also want to say to some parent that even though the flower may not be blooming, the right. seed is still alive and mm-hmm. just praying. Just keep praying. Can you recall any any time in your life, Rohan, where you knew that 
it was the prayers of others, not even your prayers, but the prayers of others that maintained you on the path that you have kept. In 2004, when I um, when I came second, I um, I had an experience the the last night where they were gonna disclose the winner, and um, there was a person in it that we were neck to neck all competition, all of the shows, the road shows, we were neck to neck. The Sabbath. Like the show is gonna be sometime in 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 um I don't remember the exact date, but sometime in July they always end it, end it and say who the winner was, and I line that on this platform. Let me tell you, evil is in the world; it do exist. Mm -hmm. There is a devil out there, <clears throat> but God is greater. And um, we we do two songs. We do a um introductory song. And then we would do like regular in regular clothes. And then you, you can put on your nice outfit, jacket suit, whatever. And um, for your original song. So we were in a tent, just the males in a tent by themselves and the girls in the competition and in a tent by themselves. And I was just coming off stage. I did my first song and come off the stage. And the person came off before me and went to the tent. You see, when I... um. But before I go there, let me just backtrack a little bit. Knowing where I'm from and knowing that our ancestors are from Africa mm. and we, some of us do believe in some things and some of us do practice some things. Mm -hmm. Some of us live our lives like that and we we trust them things even more than God. You're talking about witchcraft. Yes. So you say, oh, oh I talk about prayer. That's how some people talk about witchcraft. Mm. Yeah, I know of people who read book to tell them if they should go to work this morning. And if mm. if the if the book said January, what today's the eleventh? If the book said January eleventh, don't go to work, then don't leave the house. Mm. I'm telling you. But when I came off the stage and I walk, um let me back. I did say I was gonna backtrack. The Sabbath, I went up for prayer. And I also send out call and send out send the word around. My church is like maybe 15 assemblies in Jamaica and abroad. And let me tell you, I did send, I tell everybody because we do pray um, on Sabbath, midday, all the churches, you know, pray, you know, just a prayer for the organization and different prayer requests and different things. And I send it around. I said, pray for me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't praying to win. I was praying for the coverage. I needed prayer for the coverage because I know that last day was going to be dangerous. Mm. No, and so I draw for what I know. I know, I know, I know prior. So I, 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 I select prior. And you see, when I went, get off the stage, and go in the tent. The young man was pouring something from a bottle, a little bottle, and he was rubbing it on himself. I lie not tonight. Um. The spirit said to me, "Just, just." Move back out the tent. So I I, I turned, I, I, I didn't even turn around. I just stepped backwards and get out. And I said, do you think? And this is a gospel competition. This is a gospel I'm talking about. Gosh. That is why I'm telling you that I am kept by prayer. I've never said, um, I mean, we're just talking. We're freelancing in, in a conversation. 
So I'm going to write down nothing. I'm just mm -hmm. telling you life happenings. And when I say we, I would, me personally, I'm the last of seven and all those before me, we grew up in a prior bubble. If it wasn't that, we would have been forgotten a long time ago. And when a man rub on him thing, just the smell of it upset my spirit. And when him come out, me go in there and I put on my, my clothes and come out. Guess what? Let me show you how the devil work. That night, it was confusion among the judges because some of the judges have me on their paper as a winner. That night, oh my God, I receive a threat. I'm positive, men are no gun, men are no knife, and I have nothing for, I mean, because the weapon I'm out, my warfare is not carnal. So we, I get the coverage. Your, your question was about prayer. I'm positive that it is prayer that kept me. That night, when we come out, they say all of us to come out on the stage, they say the winner is him. And so I mean, did you, feel, did you feel let down by God, knowing that here it is, someone you witnessed for yourself, you're not asking, you saw it for yourself. You saw that he was practicing iniquity in the name of God. And yet, he won and you came second. What was your discussion in your head with God like? I didn't have any discussion with him. I, I, I was... I was jumping like like they did say I'm the winner. The following year, I was a guest artist on the same show because I kept going. Mm. And um, then 2008, I was, 2007, I was here in America. And then I went back home and it was time for the competition. And I said, you know what, let me jump in. Mm -hmm. I went in and trust me, it was my time. Mm -hmm. I, I learned, I learned that. God worked by time. Because that night when they say I'm the winner was, and the winner is, trust me, that excuse me, the people was pulling me off the stage. That's that picture is on you um Google, right? You can find it and and um you can Google it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, but I was literally being pulled, and I remember Bobsy Grange was the one who held on to me and pulled me back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When they say the winner is Rowan Clark, everybody rushed towards the stage. Mm. Them I say, yeah, you deserve it. You know, and I know it's prior did that. Okay. Mm -hmm. prior did. It was my it was so you me. believe so you believe in God's timing more than you believe in your personal desires. Yes, man. Yes, man. Because our desire, if God should leave us up to our desire, we would run ourselves to wreck. Mm. I'm telling you, even in the word. When you look on Israel, he said, moreover, he gave them their desire. But he said, afterwards, saying leanness. So they cry for, for, for me to like a check by like in Numbers 11. Mm -hmm. And they, God said to them, hey, I mean, because they curse what they were getting. They curse their blessing, you know. Mm -hmm. People walk around and say, we have nothing but this manna. Every day, manna, manna, manna. And God said, all right, Moses, I'm going to give them what they need. Now I give them not one or five or 10 day or 20, but a whole month. Moses said to God, so, you know, see how, how much people there. God said, hold on. Is the Lord's hand waxed sharp? Me and God. You know, because Moses said to God, you kill off all the flocks on the earth. And God said, hold on. <laughs> you limit me, God. I'm God. I'm going to give them a whole month until they come through their nostril. You see, oh. if it's coming, if you're choking on it, it's not God's will. Oh. It must, the, the Bible say that, 
Um, excuse me, I'm a Bible man. <laughs> I mean, I talk, I just talk about Bible. Yeah. Um, the, the word of God said that the blessing of the Lord make it rich. Mm -hmm. I know sorrow with it. If the end I disrupt your life, God didn't give it to you, you take it. Amen. You know? So, so 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 um when you your desire in the will of the Lord, oh come on, man. It 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 can you can't question him. It's not mine to question. So yes. I, I I embrace the will of God for me. I embrace yes. it. Yep. We are talking with, we are chit-chatting with Rohan Clark, and I'm sure you're being inspired by his story. Rohan tells us of the taste of defeat before the taste of nearly win, before the taste of nearly defeat, which meant that he won, and how he saw, he saw clearly the work of iniquity and God's refusal to expose the person. But he recognized that God's timing was greater and better than his own desire. I know I have struggled with that. David has struggled with that. Asa has struggled with that. Rohan has struggled with that. Yeah. I, I think you have struggled with it sometime too. When you're just thinking that God's timing, just God just slow man. And God's timing isn't lining up with your own desires. But Rohan is here to tell you that he jumped that night like someone who had won because he trusted God's timing. We're going to come right back to follow him on his journey as he continues with music, uh, being a gospel recording artist, becoming an ordained minister, becoming a family man. And we're going to explore the role of his relationship with God in everything that he does. We will be right back and you'll get a chance to listen to Rohan's music. Welcome back to Chit Chat with Auntie Patty Pat and Rohan Clark, a gospel recording artist who has remained on the course. Everybody has a different story. And sometimes we overlook those who never left. We overlook those who have stayed the course. And we want to celebrate Rohan today for having accepted the nurturing of his family and friends, his church members, his mentors, who, who nurtured him with prayer. And he has remained on the path from the very beginning, just growing stronger and stronger in God. Rowan's claim to fame began in Jamaica, where he entered not once, not twice, but where he entered successive gospel uh, competitions and eventually became the winner all the time growing in popularity but also growing in his skill and his commitment to God. Rohan, after you won, what did the future look like to you? What did, or even before that, on the path, you, I mean, this, this was just a uh, the, the festival competitions were was just a, 
a, a stage, an outlet. I'm sure you were performing otherwise, you were singing otherwise, you were ministering otherwise. But along the path, what, how did you see yourself as time progressed? Um, to be honest, I I always see um myself prospering. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I look, um, that is why sometimes it was so challenging because you may think you would just 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 soar, you know. What does, but what does prospering mean to you, though? What is prospering? When you um, see yourself prospering, well, I mean, like. For for example, like you you'll be um you'll, uh, for example, let me just backtrack a little bit. When I just won, I um I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the real challenge that happened because after I won, a little bit after that, I leave Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So you see, even some of the things that I was needed for, I wasn't there. Oh, because some of the things and some of the shows that are they, they would look for the winner. And let me tell you one big thing that was kind of discouraging to me when they did Jamaica '58. They um, they actually sent somebody to Sentan to find me mm -hmm. because they were using all the winners from the secular, from Eric Donaldson them days, puts mm -hmm. them and all of them, all the songs from the secular to the gospel that ever all the winners they wanted them on the show mm -hmm. and they didn't they didn't know how to find me and there was this guy that went in my district and was asking where's ron clark and i don't know if people was afraid to tell him but they had to use another guy to sing my song i was mm. really upset. i was really mm. upset because um even though i'm here is the jamaica cultural development doing that so they would fly you from wherever you are right you get a nice piece of money too so that was kind of discouraging but it's a real kickstart it's a foundation you know because nobody can take it from you you already you know it, it's known mm -hmm. you know some people might say oh i remember him or whatever but some of the things and i can't say that it, it didn't work well i did a bunch of things before i leave too sometimes as a person that live in the country I would be called to sing like at a prayer breakfast with the with the prime minister then. And you drive from country to town and just sign a check, pick it up, and you do one song and them like if you want to leave, you can leave. Oh. So, so um, it changed, it changed your it, it changed the face of your music. The the winning changed the face of your music because it put you now in more circles and, and right. demand on you and giving you access to money that right? before, before becoming a winner, you didn't have. No, I didn't. Mm. I didn't. So, I mean, like, it was, um, trust me, it, it it's a good thing. It's a good start. And I know um, I, I a lot of people say to me, but why you leave and all of that? But I had to leave. It's God's will. Let me let me let me palpate that a little bit, Rohan, because I'm not sure all my listeners understand what is happening. It is like someone who has planned a wedding. You really get the girl, you're married now. And everybody know that after the celebration of the wedding is the honeymoon. And you're cut out. 
<laughs> no honeymoon. The, all the presents that are going to come, all the all the all the celebration, all the fun, all all that go, all the excitement and 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 fellowship that goes with the reception and the honeymoon, you're just cut out. Yeah. You know, that's what it meant to have left Jamaica in the height mm -hmm. of notoriety. When all, when all the concerts that would be held around be now looking for Rohan Clark, that's a buzzword. Yeah. They know yeah. thing, knows the song and everything, and you went missing. You went back to the United States, knowing that it would have had that impact. Looking back, Rohan, do you think God had a hand in plucking you from Jamaica at the peak of your notoriety as a gospel artist I, I i think yes and the reason why i would say that because um if it wasn't the case i would have stopped you would have stopped what if if that was the case if if god um didn't want me to move then i believe i would have stopped um doing music but because he wanted, he agreed for me to move. That's why I'm here talking to you tonight. Wow. So yeah. correct me if I'm hearing you. If, 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 I'm, if I'm misrepresenting what you're saying. You're saying that God took you from what you think was good. Yeah. And brought you into something that was greater. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. Even um, at the time you didn't see it. I couldn't see it. Mm. And I mean, it 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 actually stressed my mind sometimes when I look. Because let me tell you, you see, like when, for example, like any one of the, the artists in Jamaica who come here, the American life is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could survive home if, I mean, as long as I'm getting shows and all, I could survive. Even though I know it's rough and a lot of them there now, they would beg for a show. But oh. I don't think as musicians, we should just sit down and say, okay, I'm a musician. You mm -hmm. know, in Jamaica, you can raise two chicken, you can raise some goat, you can have two cow. I mean, different things, different ways you can invest. You know, but when you come to America, even though they didn't know you're doing a little island down, so you have to go get a job. That's you can't right. just sit down. You can't just sit down because I I did that. You know, I I have to whether you go to school or whatever you're gonna do, but you have to get out there. And while you do your music, you um because guess what, you're coming from a little place, and you weren't you never reached the height as yet that others reach. So you come here, you have to humble yourself and go on and work or do, do your, your nine to five like anybody else. Right. Yeah. So um so you're you know, doing the nine to five and probably reflecting, oh my goodness, I am a star in Jamaica and I'm here. Like I yeah. know nobody knows me, nobody nobody know you. Don't know nobody knows you. What's going like, to happen around the corner? I'm here to bring a for, for example, like like people, you know, you know what used to be discouraging, because um, 
right now I, I'm 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 a school bus driver here in the States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um before this, my job before this, I I, I drive trucks. So mm -hmm. but I changed jobs. So now I'm driving for, for the school system. So let me tell you, like for example, what was kind of discouraging too, sometimes when some of the coworkers hear a song and they say, Who is that? And they said, That's me. They're like, Why are you on a bus? They might rub it in your face. Like, if I have talent like you, I wouldn't be on a bus or a truck or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, well, you have to still understand that you have a family to feed. Mm -hmm. And until it happens, you don't just stop singing, yes. But until it happens, you go and drive your bus or your truck or whatever you drive. Mm -hmm. uh, because my wife always reminds me that Elvis Presley was a truck driver. Mm. And then when things get good, I'm going to park in truck. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. I mean, everybody have a story. Everybody have a foundation. And you know what? Sometimes what we think is good for us, God have greater. But we can't see it in the moment. That's right. You know, because I yes, have... Say it again. Sometimes what we think... Yes, man. What we think us, is God good has for us. Greater. The man have great in store. When I when I um came here after I won, my my next my first album is called Inspirational Hymns. And all the listeners and everybody, those who are hearing, you can go and look. It's on um different platforms. Inspirational hymns. That album play every day in Jamaica. That was my next release after I won. So, so I won 08 and I released that album 09. Mm. I did it here in the States and I remember I, I took down copies upon copies. Make some good money out of it. Mm. You know? And even now, people love that was a cover. But people love it. I would say people love it um even more than some of my originals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have yeah. some people right here in St. Thomas with me in St. Croix in Virgin Garda, who just absolutely love the old hymns. Nothing like the old hymns. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Brother Spencer, right now, I know that he's going to be enjoying your music, the hymns. But but what is so important and so inspiring about your story, Rohan, is that you keep looking back and thanking God for his timing over your desire. Definitely. His timing over your desire. First, you didn't win when you thought you should have. No. Then you didn't place when you think you should have. You didn't no. win when you think you should have. And when you did win, God took you away from the party so mm -hmm. that he could plan a bigger bashment for you. And that was the release of your first album. You know what happened? Mm -hmm. Um. When I look how my life went, because it's love that brought me here. Oh. You know? Um I um when I look like for um on the part of marriage and also my ordination, I don't believe if I was back home, I would have been in the ministry. Oh. It's like how some people come to America and um it pushed them away from God. Mm -hmm. America pulled me closer to God. 
That's interesting. But Rohan, you're not going to get away now. We're going to take a break now and then you come back and tell us a story about love. Because you sneak something <laughs> right here. We want to hear how that love happened. And then we go on to the ordination. Hey, guys, he thought he was going to get away with that. But that, that, we're going to play one of his songs from his first album. And I'm dedicating this to all my seniors in North Caribbean Conference. We'll be right back. Just like that, we are back. Wasn't that just beautiful? You mm -hmm. heard the voice talk. Now you hear the voice sing. Let's hear what happened when he got love struck. Tell <laughs> us the story, Rohan. Tell us the story. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, I remember 2001. Wasn't the first time that I was seeing my, my no wife. But that was the year she got baptized at a convention. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I said to her, you know, like when somebody got, got get baptized, you um, you welcome them and mm -hmm. they give them a right and a fellowship and all. And people just welcoming them as new members. And I went up to her and I shook her hand and said, welcome to the church of God. <laughs> I didn't have none of that in my mind, you know, until... um. <clears throat> How old, huh? How old were you then? 2021, I was 20. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was 20. And actually, I mean, I am um, going on, love the Lord and all, and I go on. I saw this, this beautiful young lady, which, trust me, the guys, they were going crazy. The line was long. <laughs> and and, oh, and hold this man's team, Miss M. Oh, manager in the line. Because I can't stand loses. And if oh. I get in that line, even if I'm at the back, I want to be first. And um, that was where, you know, I saw her like real good. Because I saw her before, but then I get, get a real glimpse of who she was and hear the desires where God is concerned. And I mean, Years later, didn't talk, what, 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 until I remember how I got her number. I was here in the States, and I was about to come to Atlanta. And um, she was the one that had to pick me up for church as a visitor in Atlanta at the time. And when I, um, when I got her number, and I, I, I um, leave New York and come down to Atlanta, where I was staying at the hotel that I was staying was less than two miles from her house. Mm -hmm. And when I when I get to her and tell her where I was, she said it was down the street from me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember when she picked me up for church and all, and I, you know, from there, you know, everything starts. <laughs> now we're we're what? We're 14 years in it. Wow. Yeah, and it's good. Everyone, you see, you really seem to have a, a theme following your life where you start and God said, hold on, because you mean you met her and for years, the time between meeting her 
and establishing a relationship years passed and she was still there waiting for she was still there available in God's yeah. plan. Yeah, I wouldn't say waiting, but was yeah. was still available, you know? Mm. And I, I don't regret. I don't. A lot of people do it and regret, but I'm blessed. blessed and I give God what thanks. What role has she played in your ministry and in your music? Because sometimes love can be conflicting. You know, mm -hmm. it, it can cut against the grain of some of our other interests. And I know of individuals who have had to, who have sacrificed their career because of love or sacrificed their aversions because of love. How has your love impacted your ministry and your music? My, um, it, it do impact it in a positive way. Because my wife's singing them. Oh, yeah, so um, if you see clips of any live show, my wife and my daughter is on the stage with me. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to come over there and not to do the, 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 the rougher side of Rowan Clark. I can still do that, but mainly to like sing and play oh. with my wife and my daughter, every one of us, because oh. even the younger ones sing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we, we, the best thing it's heartwarming to, let me tell you what, um, something about me. Like, for example, it's like when we come in in the evening and all of us kneel down at that couch and pray. That's, that's, there's nothing. If that's we're something we do every evening. It's not every evening, but we do have days of the week that we do that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because, you know, you have other obligations, other people to pray right. and that. So we share it, but, but. There is nothing, and I'm, I'm tell people, I'm gonna tell God Himself. There is nothing that feels better than that. When I kneel, sometimes I look, it touch my heart so much. Just to look across and and I see my wife and my daughters kneeling, and I'm on the other side, and we kneel at right there at the couch, and we just pray. There's everybody in the world who have a family should have that. Mm. And that's something that the enemy hate and I know because I'm putting it out there now he's going to attack but yeah. we declare war against the enemy too you know just as though he's declaring it against us but I'm telling somebody I know I'm speaking to somebody directly that some of us used to have that and the altar is broken down so we need to rebuild you know mm -hmm. when when um when Elijah tests the Baalites and Mount Carmel when he said, my turn, he said, draw near for the evening sacrifice. He didn't build his altar on what they were doing. And then feel. The Bible saying, build up a new altar and dig down theirs and build a new one. Yeah. So we, the people, people don't understand. You see people up, 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 um, pay money and go to councils and all these. I'm not saying you shouldn't. You know, because there are instances where you will have to or need to. But prayer should be the, the first thing. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I don't, um, you have some people married and get worse. Thank God. Mm -hmm. I have, um, I have my wife's support. My wife is my number one support because my wife is a teacher. Mm -hmm. So I remember nights when she was doing her master's. I'm there with her, like she literally before the computer and need to submit something, but she need company just to be up, mm -hmm. you know? And when she, when, when we went, to her graduation, it was such a happy moment. 
when we finish, she said to me, it's your turn now. Mm. Whatever you want to do, I'm going to support you. Wow. That you is know? cool. Yeah. So she is my number one support. Mm. It's yes. so nice that God, God, God blesses us. And sometimes we don't recognize and acknowledge the ways in which God blesses us. But he's blessed you with a supportive musical family. Mm -hmm. And that is something to celebrate. So how did ministry get into all of this? I see you singing from seven. I see you saying memory verses. I see you entering gospel competitions. I see you falling in love and getting married. But you are an ordained minister. Where did that come from? <laughs> it comes from God. <laughs> that's that's the short answer. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um the call is there. The call is there. I I I couldn't I'm gonna tell you an experience. It's weird that I um I have to say this tonight. But somebody needs to hear because young men are needed. Mm -hmm. Young men is a need in the church. Mm -hmm. We have a great need for them. And most of them are lost. And so you need somebody with, to be honest with you, if a person older than me, if you're doing, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, follow me good. If it's, it, it doesn't mean that only the young can call another young man. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if the age is closer, it sinks. There's deep. a relevance. There's a relevance. Yes. Yes. So, I, after marriage, we're here and we're going on. And I, I'm a person that helped in the ministry because growing up in the church, you know what to do. You don't just stay to the side and whatever. You know, um, we, I see the Lord, I'm a prayerful person. The life for see God go fasting. And as we move on, move on, a few years in marriage, after my first child was born, I they, they told the minister to watch me because the advice on me like in that to push me like that. And I mean, when I like this is the interesting part. You see, when I get to know, have an idea that they were doing that, they have him doing that. One Sunday I was going to fasting and he said something to me that made it even more clearer. And then I said, when I was praying, I said, God. Just like all the songwriters said, no, no, a thousand times, no. <laughs> Jesus will never say no. They said, me, I say no. Mm. Just like that. And let me tell you, while I was saying that, I wasn't drifting away from God. I was still seeking God through fasting. I really don't think a person can, if, you, if, if you're in ministry and it's not God-given, you won't do it any justice. No. That's if true. it is if if man put you in it, if, or if 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 you're there because of favoritism and partiality, you will do an injustice mm -hmm. to God's um work. Yeah, but it, you have to be handpicked. God said to Jeremiah, and he said, before my calling, you know, before your band, my ordain it. Not as a prophet or whatever. You know, so this all happened because I was threatened. I was still shying away. And um, I was encouraged. I wouldn't say warned, but encouraged. 
you know, and I, I found out that it was God's will because he wasn't leading me in that direction. And trust me, shortly after that, I mean, I was in training and then my year ordination date, 2012, 4th of July, 2012, I will never forget. I mean, the third, I think it's the third because the fourth was going to be a holiday year. And the third third of July 2012. It's an experience. So you're saying, Rohan, that you can have a desire. <laughs> I'm following your life, you know, where you had desires and God said no, not yet. Yeah. Or God said no, not that. And now God has a desire, and you said, no, God, not that. Yep. yep. But because of your trust and confidence in God, you allow God to have his way, despite yep. the fact that you didn't, you weren't feeling the, 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 the desire that God had for you. I want mm -hmm. you to speak to somebody who may be listening right now, who is at that crossroad, who may be saying to God, Father, I, I know what my talents are. I know what my skills are. And what I am good at, what I'm excited about, does not match what you are calling me to do. Father, check your book again. It can't be me you're talking to. And they're telling God emphatically, no, God, no, not this. Talk to somebody for me. You know what? Like, your experience for me... Um... You should learn from it and try to see the will of God through your experience. Um, because you definitely cannot run from the will of God. You see, Jonah tell God, he's not going there. And Jonah, when he finally find himself walking on the beach, he was in Nineveh. Because he actually, he, he, he saw what was happening on the ship and he said you know what in short it's me just throw me overboard you know believing that it would end there and when he found himself on dry land again he was in Nineveh we cannot run from the will of God you say if God have a plan for your life trust me if you allow him he will allow it to manifest and if you can wait on God you'll see it manifest sometimes you'll feel like what, what, what did I do you know, or why am I still going down this path? But as you go on gradually, it'll make it clear to you. You know, yeah. because I, I see it. Um, I didn't see myself in no ministry. Mm -hmm. No, because I, I, I wanted to just just sing and let it stop there. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we know singing is a ministry in itself. But I mean, like now being a part of a church and 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 is also responsible. You know, you have people that look to you. Um, you never know where you may end up. But like, like I say to you, as long as you say what God has planned for you, the only way it will not manifest is if you walk away from God. That's it. So in but other if, words, you cannot love God yes. and run away from his will. No. Because if you love him, you know, if you love him and you stay focused, the will of God will manifest in your life. Even things that you didn't expect are things yes. that you didn't dream of happening. 
Yes. You know, because um, growing up with my pastor, he used to point me out a lot and say, when you're when you become a minister. And I always say, why is he saying that? Mm. You know, because in my head, I, I didn't know my mom, my um, my father is just a regular humble guy. Mm -hmm. And then to see out of everybody, they're saying that his last child is going to be a minister. And I'm like, don't tell him that. Mm -hmm. Even when I used to work like with my pastor, because he, he was a builder. And when I when, when I'm around him, sometimes he would say, I would tell you some things, but he said, it will bar you from the ministry. And I'm like, I'm like tell me, because I'm not going to be in our ministry. And he said, mm -hmm. no. And to see he died now, but later, years later, I see that I actually end up in it for real. I'm like, yeah. what kind of man is this? Yeah. You will see it clearly. Yeah. You know, so I can tell somebody listening that if you stay with God, you know, the will of God will manifest in your life. There is um, for example, I didn't, I didn't um when I figured out that they were looking at me to become a minister, I didn't shy away from God. I still love the Lord. We yeah. still seek him, you know, and him, it, it manifests, oh. it manifests. And so, um, to all the listeners, any young brother, you have a desire, don't just have a desire, you know, don't covet the spot, but live, you know, your, your life, your, the life that you live and the relationship that you have with the Lord. Because I can tell you, if you want to become a minister and you don't have, you have that desire. And you don't have um you don't have a relationship with the Lord, you're gonna have a serious problem. Yes. Because yes. you may end up there, yes. You know, because maybe the person that is making the choice is spiritually blind. Mm -hmm. But it's an injustice to you and to them. And to the church, yes. yes so during this time, Rohan, I'm hearing you to say, even though you were fighting what seemed to be God's will for you. You were telling God, I didn't want this. Your confidence was built because you remained in fasting and prayer. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yes. Um, um, trust me, it's like we we can't, we don't have any any eyesight of our own to see where God would have us to go or what he would have us to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to just make ourselves available, pliable in the hands of God. And I mean, his will will manifest. I say that already and I repeat myself, his will will manifest in our life. You know, um, don't, I can't, um, I can't, and, and the thing is, too, you have to be willing. Because, like, for example, you're in church and you you shy away from everything. You don't give God no space to work. That's right. Give him something to work with. Be willing, you know. And when you're willing, um, you'll see new gifts give birth in you. That's right. Because you're willing, oh. you know. And the Apostle Paul said about growing grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. So some people don't grow really. Or they grow at a slow pace, very slow pace. And you look at the next person just go up because they're willing. Yes. Your willingness will, will make you grow. Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. 
You're listening to Rohan Clark chit-chatting with Auntie Patty Pat, and we're coming down to the last section. If you just joined us, where have you been? You've missed out on Rohan growing up. You've missed out on him being called to sing and running off stage. You've missed out on him entering comp gospel competitions and, and, and not winning and nearly winning and finally winning. You've missed out on him falling in love. You've missed out on him choosing God's timing over his desires. You have missed out on him telling God, no, 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 a thousand times, no. And yet yielding to God's voice. But you will catch up on this last part. Rowan is about to tell us, ministry, music, are they in competition? Are they complementing each other? Where are you in life now? When you look on the life ahead, on the road ahead, you started out with music and that's what you wanted to do. And you know you can minister to music, but God has given you the gospel ministry and he's given you musical ministry. You are a gospel recording artist, having recorded uh, more than four albums. Am I correct? On my fifth one. Just about doing his fifth actually, album. Actually, I'm doing two at the same time. So. See that? Yeah. And he is an ordained minister. And he is a school bus driver. He's a part of the school system where he lives. Now, is there competition? Is there complementation? Is there blessing? Is there bargaining? Is there running? Is there reassurance? We'll take this last break and come right back hear what Rohan has to say. And here we are with Rohan. Rohan, take it away. Tell me, music, gospel ministry, what's happening there? Where are they going to take you? Asking if they can go together. Yes, I'm saying, do, what, what's happening for you? Do you feel that there is a competition? Do you feel that they complement each other? Do you think you can flourish as both a musician and an ordained pastor? What, what are your feelings? They, they, um, they complement each other. When I was younger, I was saying that I, I will, I'll, I'll have to stop one. I mean, being just, I mean, give up one to, to, to embrace the other. But now that I'm where I'm at, you know, um, I think I'm mature in my mind, and you can, you you can use your platform as an altar that calls people to Christ. What people don't understand, and let me correct that. Um, I'm I'm an I'm not a pastor. I'm an, I'm an evangelist. Mm -hmm. So, being an evangelist that sings. When you're at the end of it, you see, as long as you see a lot of people, I don't want to be a performer. Mm. And that's the difference with um those in music and those in ministry. Okay. You have a lot of performers. And the performer go up and him jump and him say, hey, and him not tell them nothing. In though prayer, prayer, you know, call it a Christ. I mean, something should reach somebody's heart. And I mean, I've been to shows like since I'm here in New York, 
And at the end of it, it, it was like, it ended like we have in church. I mean, you know, people have, based on what was said, because it's like an altar call was given, you have people come to the altar based on that. People have troubled marriage, you know. And I mean, when you finish, you really feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. Because you minister, you didn't just perform. And that is how um I, I tie them, you know, each comp each one complement the other. You know, you don't just do it and come down, but you reach somebody's heart, hoping that to make the difference in that way. So yes, they complement each other. And you can actually reach a larger audience, especially where we are right now, where when after um, for example, I'm on stage now, next week you can go back and watch it. Mm -hmm. You can like, you can like and share it. Something um outstanding that, that was said. Somebody can just do a small clip of it and just forward it to you. Mm. You know, and the world can be hearing it. I mean, I can be here and never travel to Japan or Egypt or wherever, but somebody there can hear the words that I say. Mm. You know, I feel blessed. So I mean, you can reach more people than if you stand up on their tent talking to some people. So do you find that your your role as an ordained evangelist, do you find that that influences the music that you write? As I speak to you, I realize that you love the word of God. You're you're always overflowing with, with wisdom and information from the Bible. Does that, how does that impact your music ministry? In a positive way, because um, what I get as lyrics is from the word. If you spend time and listen, like my last album that was released called um, Happy Paradise, it's on all the platforms, um, you'll hear the word coming out. If you are familiar with the word, as soon as you start to listen to my songs, you'll say, okay, this guy reading his Bible. Because you'll hear it, even if it's on a reggae beat. Um, for example, like the song that I um, was played second with, in 2004 it's talking about it's coming from revelation because i was saying satan i mean back then you know we are, we are singing the patwa and the and the yeah. the, the um reggae rhythm and I, I was saying satan god almighty i go mash up your kingdom mm -hmm. and the next line says stay the kick up rumpus because mm -hmm. you find out you don't have long you know, and I mean, like the first verse, they like, um, stop and sit back for a while and imagine a world without a devil. Soon we'll be in glory. God's people will be comfortable. The former things will be passed away. No more heartache, no more pain, no more shame. Then you go back to the hook. Then the last verse now is actually where the ministering comes in. Because the first part is like consolation. Yeah. We, where we imagine a world without a devil. Mm -hmm. Um, think about all the different things that he caused. So then the last verse now, talking to the young people, as I did start like that, that I love young people. So I said that the young people of Jamaica back then, I said, we are the, the devil's target. So I'm saying to you, unless you repent, you shall likewise perish. Don't let the devil use you and refuse you because there's a savior with his arms open wide. Then back mm -hmm. to the hook. Um, so what we're doing, be it ballad, some people rather the slower songs, no problem with that. That's why I say we have to be versatile, mm -hmm. that 
we can reach every part of the audience. Okay. <laughs> you know, but um, um, the bottom line is to my answer, it it complements each other, both sides. Okay. So tell me about your your music now. Tell me about some of the pieces that you wrote and the songs and which ones you like, which post. Tell me about some of your favorite ones and because we're gonna be you're gonna we are going to be posting all the albums, the links to their albums on yes. our page so that our listeners can head there. Tell me if I do you have something if I am feeling down, if I am feeling lost, if I'm feeling Tell me about some of the music that you have there and, and, and why I need to rush there. Okay, um, Happy Paradise, when they're playing inspirational hymns, Gospel J.A. play from track one to track 12. The only time they stop is for advertisement. When they're playing those songs here, like um, Golden Bells, Yeah, I Surrender, you hear um a wonderful time is just ahead. Some some people may not even know these songs. Mm -hmm. Um at the end of it, there's a medley. You know, I mean it is um like, like that's your favorite album, is it? No, but because it's the first <laughs> one and, and because I'm because... also aware of the audience I'm talking to. Yes. Uh, I know I'm talking to a mother. A grandmother where they yeah. will embrace that even more mm -hmm. than the happy paradise one them even though they're gonna love it because you're gonna get to know that oh this is the guy that was talking and and then soon i come soon oh boy so <laughs> um all those so i like that those albums that album will reach the older audience mm -hmm. now when it comes to like my my second album, which is called God is Enough. Mm -hmm. God is Enough is on YouTube, all the other platforms. People love this phrase. Also, I'm here in, in the States, I'm I'm I do hats with um I'm gonna follow some of them to your WhatsApp. So you could even share and whatever. Because I do to order too. So I'll send it anywhere in the world. So I have God is enough. That phrase, people love it. Mm -hmm. If if you check like Blessings Over Me from my last album release, Upper Paradise in 2021, people love that those three words, Blessings Over Me. God is enough, those three words, they love it. Um, I Rise, people mm. love those phrases. Um, By Faith, that's the song I won with in 08. Mm -hmm. People love just that on their head. And... um. By faith is a very up uplifting song. I would say any person, when you're going through, you can put on by faith and it will cheer you up. This is another one that is very loved, Under the Blood. Mm -hmm. Under the Blood. And most time when I do shows, I end with that song. And I always leave them favorite? wanting. I'm listening out to here, which is your favorite. <laughs> um, I love Under the Blood. And I also love Thick and Thin. Mm -hmm. All these I'm saying, I'm calling out the names that's on the, the most recent loaded album on all the platforms. You know, eventually thick and thin, we have a praise deep down within. Um, also one time, um, also destination, 
and then more Jesus. Mm -hmm. The video is up for that too. Oh boy, it's a lot to remember. <laughs> it's a lot to remember. But um, from my um second album, Time Bomb, it is Satan's Kingdom too. Which is also up I'll have to share all of them with you so you, you can And you wrote you you wrote all of these songs, Rohan? All these songs. All these songs. And God God be praised. Mm. God be praised. I sing original, a lot of original. Mm. Yeah. So when you so you're when you not send just an instrumentalist, you're a vocalist, and you are a writer. Yes. Oh, and God. it's 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 God given. It's God given, and that is why I say I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. One man wait for thirty eight years, mm -hmm. and I mean, when you're waiting that long, you get used to your situation because you're sore from sitting. Mm -hmm. You know, discouraged from waiting. But I'm not discouraged as I'm speaking to you tonight. People of God, all over the world, something is gonna happen. It happened already. Yeah. You know, and sometimes when I'm when I get in that part of discouragement, God said, Hold on, you would you know remember when they say and the winner is mm -hmm. and the whole place mash up. Mm -hmm. The next morning I was on the front of the gleaner. God mm -hmm. is good, man. God yeah. is great. God is great. And so all these songs I call out, um, I can't um forget this one. Happy Paradise is the name of the album, but that's also a very uplifting song. You know, the words to it, you know. Um, will cheer up anybody because what you're going through now I was actually speaking for the hope that is coming at the end when this life is over you know and it was talking about what we go through now you know and you'll hear the words coming out in it but I feel the love already is there a song Rohan that's identifies with a very low point in your life that you hold on to very sentimentally that it uh it, it just speaks to it hit your raw every time and one of my you're talking about one of my songs yeah. um to be honest with you and i mean i don't know if how it would sound but if if i don't know if anybody ever sing on your life but then but I rise, speak to me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just play it over and over because the words that they're building walls hoping to keep me out. Mm. And then the next line say, oh, they don't know that I'm equipped with a shout. Mm. I feel that. Ooh. You know? I and... um. When we finish talking, go go and find it. Go and just pull me up and find it. Just play I Rise. Just play it until you fall asleep. It, you will hear what I'm saying. You know? Mm -hmm. Um. So sometimes when I'm down, there's some people, Um. if you allow them, they will build a wall and block you in. Mm. But because I'm equipped with a show, Love it. I love I it. Can, I can shout and tear down that wall. Mm. Step, step to my blessing. And then the hook line says, I rise. Even though that's not what they want for me, I rise. You know? um, One part from the same hook line say, coming from the rubble, the father bless me double. I mm. rise. You know? 
Um, so that that speak to me. I love it, you know, and I I love um thick and thin too. It speak to me. They're pressed without measure. Every day things get rougher and tougher. The apostle Paul declare that Christians would suffer. He said, if I have the power to move anything, I would remove long suffering. But by the, by the power we are purified, so we say praises to the king. And the hook line say, even through thick and thin, we have a praise deep down within. Ooh. People love the song. This is one of the most streamed songs on, on YouTube. And oh my God, we're finishing. And I didn't tell you, I am also signed with VP Records. I have, a, um, I have a distribution deal um, since April with them. God be praised. I'm sure, I'm sure my listeners understand why this episode has been called Waiting. Yes. I'm so happy. I am so happy for you and you can be assured, Rohan, as God answers those prayers, I know you're going to keep rising. Rohan, it's been my awesome pleasure to have been chit-chatting with you. All your songs, all your albums will be listed on our Facebook page and they can find you on all the different platforms. All the different platforms. What name do I put in? Rohan Clark? Rohan Clark. You know, Rohan. And um, if you are in doubt, just put in the album name and it will come up. Um, all the people listening, just jump on, especially YouTube. One one of the things that is goal for us as musicians, just hit the subscribe button. That's goal. Yes. That's, yes. that's goal for the artist. Hit it. Just hit it. And like and share. Just, just hit it. You know? Yes. And um, when you when you're subscribed, Everything new that we put up there will just pop up on oh, your phone. Praise the Lord. So as I find you, I on YouTube, I hit subscribe and I will have access and it will show me the other Definitely. Definitely. Blessed by God's blessing in your life. Rohan, oh, you know you're my friend. You know <laughs> you're my friend now. It's oh, I'm equipped with a shout. Oh, oh yes. Feel oh, it. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, before you go, you got one more thing to do. You've got to say, chit chat, Auntie Patty Pat. Chit chat, Auntie Patty Pat. Rohan Clark says so. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rohan. And may God continue to bless you and pour his, his, his mighty empowering on you. And may you always, always trust his timing over your desires. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure.